You're listening to To The Spirit Podcast. Hi, friends, and welcome to The Spirit. I'm back, and today I have a special guest with me sitting in for Steph since she had a little bit of a sore throat and we didn't want to risk any viral transmissions. <laughs> Welcome, Cat. We have a studio full of animals. I see this. So you're going to hear a dog snore, a cat perhaps rub against the microphone. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun, but we'll get through it. <laughs> and today's show is about flying humanoids. What do you know about it? Not too much. Some sightings that people have of winged things that look like humans. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We're both going to do our best to try to get through this. (laughs) Sightings of flying humanoids are truly one of the world's most bizarre unsolved mysteries. The narrative is usually as simple as it sounds. Witnesses report strange objects in the sky, but not the usual UFOs or flying saucers. They're seeing humans or human-like creatures suspended in the air, apparently flying on their own. These rare events first gained worldwide attention after several reports coming out of Mexico in the early 2000s, but their history and reach goes far beyond that. Though it takes a little imagination, it's fairly easy to speculate on the origins and even the agendas of spacecraft from another world, but the truth behind these flying humanoids is hard to fathom. It's also reasonable to debunk sightings of strange flying craft as misidentified airplanes or even top-secret plans yet to be unveiled to the public. But how do we reconcile the shape and the form of a human flying in midair with our current understanding of modern technology, physics, and the universe? There aren't a whole lot of human-shaped things flying around in the sky. So what are flying humanoids and where do they come from? Many say that they are extraterrestrial beings, just another example of the UFO phenomenon, but others are far more intriguing meaning to their appearance. Let's take a deeper look at these Superman wannabes and try to get to the bottom of things. And this is coming from timefordisclosure.com. Back in 2000, Mexican UFO researcher Salvador Guerrero was keeping an eye on the skies in hopes of spotting something interesting. And what he ended up seeing was no doubt way more interesting than he ever bargained for. Guerrero witnessed and filmed a human floating in midair and moving through the sky. There was no parachute, and the being had an unmistakable humanoid form. This was an unidentified flying humanoid. A UFH. More sightings and footage followed from across Mexico. The strangest involved several distinct humanoid shapes, apparently locked in some sort of engagement in the skies over Mexico City. One of the entities appeared to have large wings. In another report, citizens of a small town claimed that the witches were haunting their skies and circling a cemetery overhead. The claim was accompanied by a grainy and blobbish image of the offending witch floating through the sky. But more interestingly, police officers were allegedly attacked by the entity. Sightings of flying humanoids aren't limited to Mexico. Over the years, reports have emerged from places like United States, South America, India, China, and England. We don't have to look hard to find examples of flying entities because we have religion and ancient lore and legend. And an easy place to start with is angels of the Judeo-Christian and Islamic traditions. We all know angels as being with mystical powers, usually depicted with wings and the ability to fly. Angels have many jobs from warriors to messengers to guides, some known as Isham angels in the Jewish faith. We might also call them guardian angels. 
The angels are found in many religions and cultures around the world. Other civilizations throughout history had their magical beings as well. All the incredible powers, which have often included the ability to fly. The Egyptians, the Greeks, the Romans had gods with different purposes, just as the archangels are said to have different jobs. These modern humanoids, are they angels? Are they ancient gods? I don't think so. And then again, it could be possible that we're seeing prehistoric people or flying humanoids long before the idea of angels or gods came about. But let's look into some of these theories. Some people point to humans using rocket packs as possible explanations for these settings, but this isn't reasonable. Real rocket packs are extremely dangerous to operate, and there aren't very many of them around. Flight times are very limited, and it would be suicide for any operator to fly to the heights that these humanoids are said to obtain. The prevailing opinion among many researchers is that flying humanoids are related to the UFO phenomenon. Technically, they are objects in the sky and they are flying, so therefore they are unidentified flying objects. Within the UFO context, these could be aliens from another world, simply plotting a one-man craft of some kind, or using some other technology unknown to us. Another theory lies within the realm of cryptozoology. The legendary Mothman is an example of a flying humanoid creature that's said to inhabit the Point Pleasant, West Virginia area. The Mothman notoriously appeared during the year leading up to the tragic collapse of the Silver Bridge in 1967, but sightings continue sporadically. You've got the Jersey Devil, another flying creature. And this one is said to inhabit the Pine Barrens of New Jersey. Could there be an undiscovered animal out there, perhaps a giant bat or some other creature that may have the power of flight and be easily mistaken for a human? The final explanation is of a supernatural origin. Could these humanoids be angels, demons, or some other being from another place and time that our ancestors have built religious images around? The possibilities are almost endless. Of course, there are other possibilities such as fraud, fakery, and the downright misidentification of things perfectly boring and earthly. But some skeptics say the explanations range from bunches of balloons and inadvertently arranged in just the right shape or unseen tethers and zip lines that seem to move objects through the sky or even parachutists seen from a great distance. Any number of these things could account for odd objects in the sky and the fact that more people than ever have access to digital video recording equipment may simply mean that we're all aware of odd occurrences more than any time in our history. But what if they are real? These sightings seem so strange, so outlandish, that there's a part of our minds that simply don't accept them. Had there been no video footage to accompany the claim, surely even many ufologists would dismiss flying humanoids as far too weird for belief. But the footage does exist, and there does seem to be something going on here. Are they UFOs? Unclassified animals such as the Mothman, the Jersey Devil, the Angels, the Demons? Well, I found a couple of articles. This is more around the idea of Mothman. And these sightings take place more or less in the Chicago O'Hare area. And there happened to be a shuttle bus driver in the O'Hare airport that actually witnessed something fly overhead. And he said it seemed to have a 15 to 20 foot wingspan. He saw it fly over the building, but when he got in his shuttle and drove around the other side, it, it wasn't there. But he saw it out the corner of his eye, so he can't really say, you know, exact details about it. But he is pretty adamant about the 15 to 20 foot wingspan. According to the initial report submitted... Now, this is from the witness's point of view. I work as a shuttle bus driver at O'Hare International Airport. I was working on the 21st of April, 2021, so this was pretty recent. 
near the new parking terminal near Zemk Road at about 6 p.m. I was staged and had wandered away from my bus to take a smoke break when I saw a large owl fly over the top of the building and disappear behind the parking garage. It must have been at least 30 to 40 feet off the ground when I saw it fly over. It made no sound and looked like a giant black thing with very large wings. I saw it for all of two to three seconds as it flew overhead, over the building, and out of sight. I didn't see it again, and I saw nothing else when I drove around to the other side. I know of the stories of Mothman that is seen around O'Hare. Well, we know that there are flying humanoids that have been spotted throughout Mexico. And we know to the north, the American Southwest, as far as Arizona and the West Coast, clear up to Santa Monica, California. To the south of Mexico, they appear to be operating into Central America and maybe even into Venezuela. You're coming at us with Chicago. <laughs> There's, of course, the reportings of the Mothman from, was that Virginia? Yes. And back in 1996, I used to work at Whataburger in a town called Friendswood, Texas. And my girlfriend at the time worked across the street from me. So I would catch a ride with her all the time. One night I got off at 11 and she waited for me and drove me home. We decided to take the back roads home to Alvin. Where's Theodore and Simon? <laughs> <laughs> there were no stop signs or traffic lights. Plus, it was more secluded and private. As we were going down this road, 128, it's really dark with very few lights. Deep ditches and a very narrow road and a lot of dark shadows and creepy-ass trees. But it's a fast shortcut to get you home. I decided to go in for a kiss and she was down with it. But as soon as we stopped, we both looked forward and saw something in a long trench coat, funny hat with a long ponytail standing in the middle of the road. But it was way too late to stop. Well, this thing jumped straight up in the air. It didn't go left. It didn't go right. And there was no room for it to move to the side because we were in the middle of the road. So this guy leans in to kiss a chick in the middle of the road while they're driving. There was no shoulder either. We were passing this bridge part of the road with guardrails too. After we passed, we looked back and never saw that thing land. And when we got to my house, she took off, still scared. I want to say two years later, that movie Jeepers Creepers came out, and I swear I had deja vu. And when I talked to that girl, she said the same damn thing. True story, I promise. You don't have to believe me, but that doesn't change what I've seen. And that was from Eddie. Well, so like I was saying before, a lot of these stories are around Chicago. Well, I have one that happened on August 9th along North Lakeshore Drive according to this wife and husband. They were walking in that area around 9.20 p.m. when they saw winged forms swoop from the sky and eventually fly towards them. Then suddenly, the large winged being slowly descended in front of them, no more than 25 feet away. It hovered about five feet above the sidewalk with its wings spread open as it peered at the couple with large bright red eyes that slowly altered back and forth in intensity. Several people on the other side of the street, including a delivery van driver, reacted with screams and frightened yelps. The winged being hovered for about 10 seconds and quickly pulled the wings into its body and shot up quickly into the night sky. The husband and wife describe it as human-like with a small head that narrowed at the top with moist, <laughs> deep blue... <laughs> <laughs> deep blue green skin that appeared shiny. The wings looked like a butterfly's and attached along the body. It also had long tapered feet. Hmm, that sounds like a moth mixed with an alien. Sort of. Did you see this picture of it? Was it a depiction or an actual photo? It's an actual photo, but of course it's blurry. Oh, like yeah. a bat, like a giant bat. Yeah, well, Chicago was home to the creation of Batman. 
Oh, okay. Well, then that so, makes sense. I have so, a story of a flying humanoid coming out of Austin, Texas. A couple months ago, one of my uh, older cousins, we were standing outside of my house. He was having a cigarette, and I'm not a smoker, but was always reluctantly called outside every smoke break. It was about 9 p.m., and being four cigarette breaks in, we pretty much ran out of things to talk about. I opted for just looking into the night sky and gazing for the Big Dipper, as it was the only star I could typically spot right away. As I'm looking up, I notice a dark silhouette, literally about 10 feet from the top of my house. I live in a two-story home, so 10 feet from my roof is pretty high up, but yet still close enough for me to see it. I could vividly see that it was the shape of a person flying from above my home and over across the street and out of sight. It moved smoothly across the sky, not too fast, just at a glide. I stared in disbelief, unable to speak. Long after it vanished behind my neighbor's home, I still looked in the direction, trying to understand what just happened. When I finally was able to gather my thoughts enough to talk, I turned to my cousin, who was also looking into the sky, and said, Let's go inside. He put out his cigarette, and we both walked into the house and sat in silence for about five minutes. The silence was broken by the sound of my cousin taking deep breaths before asking me, Did you see something flying outside? Before he could finish, I burst out into a rapid sentence about what I saw. Before I knew it, we were both going back and forth, barely letting each other get a word out. We decided that what we saw was real, and it really did happen. A few weeks later, after my mind had finally calmed down a bit, I stumbled across a TV show on Destination America entitled Monsters and Mysteries. The second episode I watched turned out to be based on sightings in Austin, Texas, and I couldn't believe it. The episode was about flying humanoids being spotted here in the city. It confirmed it for me that what I saw was actually real, and I hadn't been one of the only ones who spotted it. Whether you believe me or not, do some research or laugh it up and accuse me of being on drugs or watching Jeepers Creepers. I honestly don't care if you believe me or not. I still look to the sky on most nights, and I know they're still out there. Interesting. I mean, you can't discount them. I don't know. I guess you got to see it for yourself. I think you do, but I think like most things, you have to see it for yourself, right? Oh, definitely. Also, other Chicago sightings, like I don't think I ever want to go to Chicago. <laughs> or Texas at this point. Yeah. May 19th, two giant bats are witnessed performing aerial maneuvers near Adler Planetarium. June 29th, two police officers, an aspiring journalist, and a group of witnesses see a dark black shadow with wings flying and standing on a building top in the Auburn Gresham neighborhood. Now that sounds more of like gargoyles. August 2nd, a woman and her son reported seeing a tall, dark humanoid making a sucking and slobbering sound Ew. at Indian Country <laughs> Park. August 4th, similar sightings are reported on the same day, one in Melrose Park and River Forest. Well, I have another flying humanoid in Mercedes, Texas. I'll never forget this experience. It was a summer evening. I was riding around in a Mercedes when I got to the light on Vermont. We were the only car on the road when a huge bat-looking man that gave the resemblance of Jeepers Creepers, now that that's a, seems to be the reference here, flies under the overpass. We both completely froze over for a minute, and I asked my friend if they'd seen what I had seen, and they just nodded their head. We proceeded to do a U-turn to see if the figure was there and nothing. I kept this secret with me for a while until I heard a familiar story. This encounter still lives in my mind, and that was by F. Banda. Now, this one's coming out of the Nahuel of La Homa Road. This incident took place back in 2014. I'm a married man, and by destiny, I live a few blocks from La Homa Road. 
I traveled that infamous road back and forth day and night. Well, to make a long story short, back in 2014, after my wife had her paycheck deposited to her bank, like around 3 a.m., after checking a couple of times on her mobile banking, there was an updated balance after her check was deposited. Do we really need to know all that? (laughs) (laughs) Then she went to Target and bought a few pieces of makeup. (laughs) Us being excited and all, I've decided to go to Whataburger. Wow, Whataburger must be a big thing in Texas. It is. Okay. For some to get away and to have some cool weed hour dinner. So faster than a jackrabbit, I was on the way to get those delicious goodies. I got there with no problem. Ordered my food and off I was on my way back home. Coming back home through La Homa Road, which I usually travel a lot. Wait, is this still around 3 a.m.? Yeah. Whataburger must be 24 hours, I'm assuming. How about that? Okay. So he's coming back probably at four in the morning with some burgers. (laughs) The man's hungry. He's hungry. And he's coming down La Homa Road, which I'm assuming is some kind of famous road. But suddenly there was a black silhouette flying over my windshield, thinking it was a black empty trash bag flying since it was a windy night. I just brushed it off. But to my surprise, it was no black trash bag at all. I can vividly remember seeing a hairy man only that it had wings and his coat fur was brownish gray color and it was just flying around the windshield of my truck. Me, scared as hell and sweating a cold sweat and my throat dry, I could barely pass saliva. Nevertheless, speak a word. The creature started to fly around the truck until it stopped in my driver's window, so I sped off as fast as I could. Thinking that this creature was trying to follow me, I sped up and passed the street. I turned to get home due to the fact that my destination was just two blocks from that creature. Me trying to outsmart the creature, I drove off a few blocks past my destination and went in and out of a couple neighborhoods. I finally managed to lose the creature and decided to get home ASAP, thinking my wife was alone. I decided to get home fast. As I got home, I got out of the truck. I left the truck running and ran inside my house like lightning. My wife started questioning me as to what was the matter. I was trying to calm down and it took at least 30 minutes. After that, I managed to tell my wife the whole ordeal. I completely forgot about the food, and to make matters worse, I left my keys in the ignition with the engine running and the doors locked. I must have been so scared that I forgot to turn off the truck and forgot the food. Moments later, I was lucky to have an extra set of keys I kept in my drawer. I got my food, turned off the truck, and locked myself and my wife inside the house. After everything was in apparent calm and tranquility, we decided to eat the food, but the Whataburgers were cold. Ew. The french fries were soggy, and the ice in our beverages was melted into water. Instead of having a nice dinner, I had an angry, scared, cold, soggy, dry dinner. And that was from Jose V. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jose. Jose, that was a a very bad use of punctuation and spelling, but we got through it. strange hovering creature seen in yard. And this is in the Dallas area. When I was a little girl, or should I do with an accent? When I was a little girl, I was visiting my grandparents in Forest Hill, Texas. Mm-hmm. Just outside Fort Worth. I was, the, <laughs> I, I was in the guest bathroom and my grandma had opened all the windows in the house. 
I was peering out the window while doing my business. You know, I was taking a poopy. <laughs> Is that really what it says? <laughs> no. I was doing my business when I saw a strange creature hovering near the trees, maybe 10 feet above the house. He looked like a man wearing a rubberish matte black suit. His wings were not completely spread open apart from his dark and haunting eyes. His face was totally covered. We made eye contact for several seconds. I called my grandma to come look and he had vanished. I will never forget this memory as it still haunts me today. I just wish I could see it again. Everyone thinks I made this up and I sympathize with those who see supernatural things but can't prove it. And that's from Ashley. So what if she actually saw just a... A random peeping Tom. Right, like a freakazoid. Yeah, like a pedophile I in the tree. I don't know. Now I'm going to swing us down from Texas, down on south to Mexico. A very odd phenomenon that happens to stretch back well into history from places around the world is that of flying humanoids. Well, we already know about that, right? And then you got bat-like creatures and winged avian anomalies, but human figures that are just up there flying around. With seemingly no means of doing so and not a care in the world. It's ludicrous. There's been many, many reports of these flying people. This whole bizarre phenomenon goes back to the year 2000, when Salvador Guerrero saw something strange indeed over the Mexican town of Colonia Arecola Oriental. Weird. Wow. In March of that year. Now, Guerrero... Just call him G. G had actually been out on the rooftop that evening for the purpose of skywatching for UFOs, but what he ended up seeing was perhaps as bit as weird, if not weirder. As he gazed out over the darkening sky, his attention was drawn to something very odd. It was up there floating around. It was neither a bird, nor a plane, nor a typical UFO. And he used this video camera to zoom in on the anomalous object. And then upon zooming in, it became very evident that this was not a typical unidentified object, as it seemed to be, in fact, a humanoid figure, inexplicably hovering in the air. There were no wings, no parachute, no obvious means of propulsion. You know, this dude was just floating. And he was suspended in midair, reportedly spinning slowly while holding his arms outstretched. Oh my God, that reminds me of that show, <laughs> the HBO show. <laughs> What's it called again? Raised by Wolves? Yeah. yeah. And then you're going to start hearing. <laughs> yeah. So he stared in awe and the figure began to move off until it was out of sight behind a building. Its origin and destination unknown. The whole thing was dutifully captured on video and has proven to be well, debated and controversial piece of footage, obviously. When the story of this flying man came out, there was almost immediately other reports of something similar in the skies of Mexico. And the sightings began to come in steadily from all over the place. One particularly well-known such report that technically occurred before the G sighting is that of Amado Marquez, who came forward to claim that he had also seen something very peculiar in February near the town of Oh my God, they're killing me. <laughs> Marquez had explained that he had been out one evening and noticed a dark shape bobbing through the sky. As with G, he zoomed in with the video camera and saw that it was a humanoid figure cruising along through the air in a horizontal position with his legs outstretched. Again, there's no signs of wings, glider, or any way to remain up in the air, yet he steadily moved along, nevertheless, until he was out of sight. Marquez would claim that he had kept his sighting and the video that he took of the event secret, finally deciding to come forward when G made his report. And then later in that year, July, there was another report that came in. And this was Gerardo Valenzuela. And he filmed a tall, dark humanoid object 
descending from the sky to disappear behind a hill in a valley near an active volcano. (laughs) What? (laughs) The strange flying man was filmed again, and the video had been picked apart and debated. And then in October, there was a sighting made by an airline pilot and a co-pilot while preparing to land in Mexico City. The figure was described as a little flying man wearing what appeared to be a backpack. Well, there you go and matched the altitude and speed of the aircraft for some time before flying off. Now, this is a notable sighting in that these were trained pilots who would have been familiar with aerial phenomena and not prone to making up wild tales. A particularly bizarre report that seems to deviate from the typical report, yet seems as if it may be connected, occurred on February 14th of 2004, when Ana Luisa Cid and two others witnessed an unearthly sight above Mexico City. They saw in the sky a rather strange object that first looked to be some sort of mechanical vibrating machine on top, under which dangled what looked to be like a large black humanoid shape, the whole of which seemed to be hovering in the same position. Now, to make matters more bizarre, a smaller object was allegedly seen to drift up from below to merge with the larger figure after it had detached from the upper structure and revealed itself to be what appeared to be some sort of humanoid wearing a cloak or cape of some sort. While the thing above it now, in fact, looked like a living winged beast of some kind, it is then reported that the smaller object broke off from the cloaked creature to fly off. Are you following all this? We got a lot going on. Yeah, there's tons. After which of the cloaked one reattached to the winged monster, and then the whole surreal thing took off out of sight. What in the world was this thing? Whatever it is, it is what has come to be known as the Entity Reunion in the Sky. Weird. And it remains one of the strangest sightings ever to take place in the Mexican skies. In 2004, yet another video of these things emerged near Sierra de la Sila. I'm so natural with my Spanish. I'm so wrong and so natural. (laughs) Which showed a dark object with a humanoid form floating through the air at great speed while hunched over. The video, of course, has generated a whole bunch of debate as to what it could be with many saying that it is merely a cluster of balloons or some garbage blowing through the air. The next year, 2005, in June, a witness, Horatio Roquette, would also film a flying humanoid in a seated position atop of a device. Now, that could be like, to me, no, maybe some balloons holding them up. and I don't know. That's ridiculous. Anyway, though. he was out with his sister in the middle of the afternoon on a clear day when they both saw a tall humanoid figure cruising through the air and leering at them menacingly. In this case, the figure seemed to be perched atop some sort of gravity-defying vehicle that emitted a strange red glow with its legs dangling underneath. The video they took has become one of the most famous pieces of footage ever taken of one of Mexico's flying humanoids. Do you want to see a little picture of it? Yeah. (laughs) It looks like a dude. It looks like a a scooter scooter in the sky. Right. Like E.T. Like he was riding a scooter and he went up into the air with little E.T. That looks like a a very technical Santa. Also in 2004, we perhaps have the weirdest and most harrowing encounter of them all. A police officer in the city of Monterrey by the name of Leonardo Samananingo (laughs) (laughs) claimed that he had been out on patrol in the early morning hours of January 16, 2004, when he had a rather violent encounter with something quite not of this world as we know it. The officer said that the patrol that evening had taken him to Benito Juarez, borough of Mexico City, 
when he had turned into a quiet tree-lined street to see something large and black fall from a tree, hmm. yet began to levitate right before it hit the ground. This puzzled officer drove his patrol car closer, and that was when he could see that this dark shape was in fact a flying humanoid entity that looked like a floating old woman, dressed all in black with dark skin and eyes that were just black sockets without eyelids. Ooh. This startling apparition then apparently flew over to hover right in front of the vehicle and the stunned occupant within. He could see it better at this time, and he noted that it was hideous old woman that resembled a witch. Apparently, annoyed by the car's high beams, the witch then reportedly covered her face with some sort of cloak and then flew right into the vehicle's windshield, causing the dumbfounded officer to go speeding back in reverse. He would explain... As soon as I realized it was a kind of woman or being or a witch, very strange, standing there trying to cover her face, she threw herself against my car very fast, falling on the car and hitting the windshield. She was flying very fast and it took only a second to hit the windshield glass. I was so shocked by this action that I put the car in reverse and pushed the accelerator trying to get away while requesting backup assistance by radio. It was a woman with big black eyes. Everything was black. No eyelids. Her skin was dark brown and her expression was horrible. She was furiously trying to get me with her claws while I was running away in reverse, calling desperately for backup assistance to my units around. He was able to shake the ferocious witch off the car before smashing into a wall and losing consciousness. <laughs> when he next awoke, it was to the sight of other officers who had arrived to assist him, none of which had seen this real entity that had attacked him. And he told them all what had happened, and he would subsequently be put through drug tests and psychiatric tests, and no one believed him, which would turn out negative. Course. Some people obviously did believe him because other reports would filter in after he had come forward with his own from people all around the vicinity. One witness named Norma claimed that just two weeks before the officer's strange account, she had been hanging laundry when she saw the black form of some humanoid figure flying about in the sky above. Other locals would claim to have seen a similar entity stalking about through the air. In 2006, another police officer came forward with his own encounter. In September of that year, Gerardo, another G, was on patrol in his hometown of Santa Catarina when he had seen two witches with faces like old women with black hats flying around near a local cemetery. Oh, he boy. would describe one of the entities thus. Her height was a meter, meter and a half at most. She was dressed like a bird with feathers. You know, she had feathers. Seeing her face, it was like an old lady's face, wrinkled, red eyes, black hair. What I really noticed was her black claws and the hair. In other words, that's what shocked me the most. It was the bird's body and a face like a human's. The witches flew off, but the police officers who came to my aid saw what I saw. So now you have several officers seeing this. Yeah, that's good. The sightings of such strange entities continue to come in, and no one is really sure what could possibly be dealing with. The rational explanation is that these are hoaxes or misidentifications of balloons or some aerial phenomenon, but this doesn't seem to be adequate to explain all the cases, and some have been given by traditionally reliable witnesses, such as police officers and airline pilots. Considering the nature of these things being basically flying humanoids, they don't seem to fit in with cryptozoology, as it is unlikely that they are undiscovered species of a creature. Theories have ranged across the spectrum that they are aliens, witches, warlocks, interdimensional beings, or some sort of mad inventors testing out some tech. 
But we don't have the slightest idea. All we know for sure is that something very strange seems to be going on in the skies of Mexico. Have you ever seen anything weird flying around? No. Not in New no. Hampshire? I haven't witnessed anything. Not Vermont, New Hampshire? No. Virginia? I mean, wasn't that the home of the Mothman and you lived there for a while? Yeah, I was there for, I don't know, two years. You didn't see any Mothman? No, I saw nothing. About- I've never witnessed anything. Nothing? No. Jeez. Have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> but just as you thought, okay, well, these things seem to be kind of located in the Southwest, right? South America, Mexico, Texas, California, Arizona. Yeah. Right? And then you think, okay, Chicago in the middle, that's kind of random, could, could not be. And yeah, you got Virginia on the East Coast. But do you know that the most recent flying humanoids were in Arizona and Massachusetts? And that was as of 2020. Oh, Massachusetts? Mass. It, where? All right, well, let's get into it then. Not in the Berkshires, right? <laughs> Tell me, please. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is coming out of mysteriousuniverse.org. Okay, these are all Arizona ones, so I'm not going to go there, okay? We're going to go right into the... um. Okay, go right to Mass. Recorded over Plymouth County, Massachusetts, part of the Boston metropolitan area. And there's a video that you can actually watch. The object flew parallel to our heads. I would say no further than the length of a football field away from us. I saw that it was about the size of a helicopter, if not larger, but I couldn't tell what it was. That is why I took my camera out and began filming. By the time I got my phone out, the object had already begun accelerating away from us. While it may appear to be hovering in the video, it's actually traveling forward a great deal of speed. I could clearly see the shape of the structure and could see the ovular-shaped black orb and what appeared to be a caterpillar-like tail. As I stated, the craft, so this is more of a craft, not a human. I don't know why it's under the human category. But the craft came close enough to us that I could distinguish only two things. One, that there was no visible human navigating the device. And two, that I had never seen anything like this before. It's a drone. It's got to be a drone. Okay, the last line's believable, but the first two don't match the video, which shows an object much farther away than 100 yards, looking much smaller than a helicopter. It also doesn't look like it's accelerating or traveling at a great deal of speed. It looks more like a floating, altogether now, balloon. So the big blimp. So the big balloon. I think this was a 15 minutes of fame TikTok-type video. We got screwed on the Massachusetts one. Uh-huh. Well, see, they don't want to come out here because they'll freeze their cojones off. They're flying around in the Northeast. They're going to get hit with a snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, or hail in June. <laughs> exactly. Our weather is very unpredictable out here. So if you are a flying humanoid and you're listening to the show right now, just stay out where it's warm. Don't think about it. Don't even come out here in the summertime. Or or you'll just melt to death. (laughs) Melt to death? It gets so freaking hot here. It's either hot or cold. Yeah, it's either 40 degrees or 90 degrees. Yeah, there is no in-between, really. We go from winter to blazing summer. (laughs) (laughs) not like the old days where we had four seasons yeah i know cat do you have any advice for someone who uh maybe comes across a flying humanoid uh get your damn phone out and record that shit (laughs) (laughs) anything else um don't make eye contact what if it comes at you with its claws are you still gonna stand there and record it no you better run (laughs) grab yourself a rock I want to thank you for sitting in on the show today. Sure. Anything for you, boo. 
If you would like to get a hold of us, send us an email. It's to the spiritpod at gmail.com. We appreciate all your questions, comments. If you want to tell us a story, we'd be happy to read it. Please tell a friend about our show if you like us. Word of mouth is the best way for anyone to find us. So if you like our show, tweet it out or leave us a review on any of the podcast platforms that you can leave reviews, such as Apple. Not all flying humanoids are Batman. He doesn't fly, does he? Batman flies. No, he doesn't. Well, he glides. (laughs) (laughs) Or Superman. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. To the spirit podcast. Supernatural science. Yeah. I'm ghost. Psychic. Mystic. Spirit. Divine source. Heaven. The dead. It's magic. It's magic.